What is up, my people? Welcome back to the Tranquilo Sports Talk Podcast with your boy, Rudy. It's been a long time, like I always say in every episode. Um, this time was a little bit, you know, a little, little hectic holidays going on and everything. I know it's been a couple months, but forget all that. Let's get right into it. Today, we're going to be talking about the baseball hot stove. It's on fire right now. It's pretty crazy. All the money they're handing out. We're going to be uh, talking about a couple teams. Since a couple friends of mine, Chris and Tyler, want to suggest that the Vikings aren't that scary. That's perfectly fine. So we're going to get to the Cowboys and the Saints and go relive some of their history to see how scary those teams have been. But we'll go back to that a little later. We'll also get to uh, Baker Mayfield now with the, playing with the Rams. The Falcons going on with Desmond Ritter, the rookie quarterback. Uh, 49ers Jimmy G saying his injury is a long shot. Von Miller, ACL injury. And OBJ to Dallas. Is that no longer happening? Or what's going to go on with that? So let's get right into it. So as far as baseball, the hot stove, big the big fish. Let's get to Aaron Judge. Uh, it was a crazy few, uh, crazy twenty four hours a couple days ago concerning Aaron Judge. He had no clue where he was going. You see John Heyman reporting that the uh, San Francisco Giants pretty much had locked him in. He was going to San Francisco. It was pretty much a done deal. Only for a couple minutes later to delete that tweet. And uh, I guess the first time he wrote it, he wrote Arson Judge, which uh, he had to delete that. It was trending on Twitter. And um, yeah, so he had to delete his original tweet talking about San Francisco was pretty much a done deal because uh, it wasn't. When you went back to San Francisco, they had not heard anything. The New York Yankees had not heard anything of whether or not he signed with any team. So everything was still up in the air, but for a moment, it pretty much felt like Aaron Judge was gone. There was a lot of Yankee fans distraught. Um, me as me as Yankee fans, uh, uh, I, I don't know how I felt about it. I was kind of I got a little little mad about it, but it is what it is. Because you know, the next day, around I want to say uh, 8 a.m. around there, there's a report. Aaron Judge back to the Yankees and it was pretty much felt like relief at that point but the boy is back for 10 years 360 million dollars guaranteed man to be a baseball player man imagine that dream just living the dream and you're gonna pay 360 million dollars over 10 years amazing but you know glad glad that he's back um I can't really see the Yankees without him because where would you fall back to? Uh, I like John Carl Stanton, uh, but at the same time, he, he's not really healthy enough to take that like leadership role. Uh, Garrett Cole, I'm not a big fan of his. I don't like the energy he brings to the team. You know, ever since he got there, he acted like he was a captain of the team. But you can't just come in here with no history. The only history the Yankees had with you is facing your team that pretty much cheated. And who knows how much a part of that he was. And also, he hasn't been the same pitcher ever since the spider tech thing is going on. He's not the same guy. So why, why am I supposed to believe that you're the leader of this team? Acting like you're the man. 
Finally, he finally performed well in this, these playoffs, but there's been moments since his time with the Yankees that he hasn't been really good. That he's fallen short. As unfortunately, I have to admit that, you know, and I know Judge had this historic season, amazing season, couldn't ask for anything better. The man bet on himself, and you know what? Props to him for what he did. Amazing, amazing season. And um, you know, the difficult thing is that you know, in the playoffs, he didn't he didn't perform when you needed it, unfortunately. But we'll see what the Yankees will do uh, to buff this team up. They still have a long, I believe, a little ways to go to catch up to the Houston uh, Astros. Seems that seems very solid, man. Especially now with another young star and uh, Jeremy Pena. You know, still got Altuve, Bregman, Alvarez. Uh, their pitching staff, even their bullpen is actually solid. So they're going to be a team to be reckoned with. Also, adding Jose Abreu. I know he's a little bit older, but he's still been pretty steady the last few years. You know, he he doesn't have to do much. He doesn't have to carry the team. Just played well enough, but he's been playing the last few years, and he's he's that that team's gonna be scary for a while. The Yankees gonna have to do a little bit more to to get over the hump, and it's gonna it's gonna be tough. But I believe they make the right moves, they can do it because supposedly you know um, Brian Cashman has a big secret move plan. I don't know was adding Rodon, Carlos Rodon, who's a free agent. And possibly adding Carlos Correa. I don't know. I, I would love the moves. I would love it, to be honest. There's some people out there saying that Dansby Swanson is better. That's debatable. That's pretty much your opinion. But I don't think that's true. And, you know, the Yankees needs a little bit, like a little attitude on the team. There's, I feel like this team is just pushover sometimes because there's teams that, like the Red Sox and the Astros, even the Tampa Bay Rays, you know, that come at them. And when it comes to the playoffs, you know, they take your team out. And what do you, what do you, like, that's how you respond? You get eliminated? Nah. I need somebody that's going to get in your face like a Carlos Correa, call your teammates out. Like, even even if he's not performing well, he's been one to call himself out as well. But I need somebody on that team that's going to get, you know, rowdy. Not uh, Josh Donaldson who gets rowdy but does nothing on the field. I mean, he's, he's a great fielder, but he's, he's pretty much washed. He's a pretty much auto, automatic out on the team. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a younger guy that contributes, can play ball like a Carlos Correa with, with a little attitude on the team. The Yankees definitely do need that. But, you know, it's enough for the Yankees. You know, there's also other teams that made moves. You know, like I said, there's been big spending going on in baseball right now. You have Jacob DeGrom signing with the Texas Rangers, which is a surprise, but... The other surprise is him getting five years, $125 million. Um, it's a it's a iffy move on, on their part, but if they believe in him for a guy, you know, he's when he's on, he's the best pitcher in baseball, but that's the problem. He doesn't play much. He misses a lot of games. And also for five years, uh, I, I'm, I'm always a little weary when it comes to giving uh, pitchers a lot of money. In a lot of years, well, at least for his age, is significant for uh, a lot of years, five years. And the reason I'm weary for pitchers, you you pitch every five games. You know, it's not like you look at uh, Scherzer makes forty three million dollars a year. He pitches once every five games. You know, maybe twenty five starts, thirty maybe thirty starts out of the year. 
I know starting pitching is important, but that's like a collective unit. We have two or three, you know, pitchers on there. But at the same time, you got, got a guy like Aaron Judge making forty million. He plays every day. He affects the game pretty much every day that he plays. Now, I don't. I don't believe pitchers should be making that much that much money when you're playing once every five days. Uh, especially with an older pitcher like Jacob DeGrom, who has an injury history, you're gonna give him five years, 125 billion at the age of 34, I believe. That's that's way too much money, in my opinion. But hey, um, give credit to the Rangers for at least trying. They're out here. There's a lot of, like I said, a lot of teams out here spending big money. Uh, another team that's gonna have the highest payroll, you know, big money spenders, the New York Mets, go out and sign Jason Verlander to two years, 86 million dollars. Uh, he's coming off a Cy Young season. Uh, how much he has left in the tank, I don't know. But if he brings what he's brought the last couple seasons, um, that combination is deadly. Reuniting with uh, Max Scherzer. They also added uh, Jose Quintana. And uh, also added... They added the sought-after uh, sought pitcher... Hopefully I'm saying it right. Kodai Senga from Japan. He's a Japanese ace. I don't know too much about him. I just know he was sought out, sought off after by many teams. But the Mets signed him to a five-year, $75 million deal. Also on top of that, um, they brought back uh, Brandon Nimmo on an eight-year, $162 million deal. Uh, I don't know much about Brandon Nimmo. I guess he's a pretty solid player. Um, I, I think it's an overpay, but uh, Mets, Mets fans know him better than I would, so I can't really give too much of an opinion on that. So, hey, much more power to the Mets. Uh, they're they're, they're going to have a lot to do. Also, I don't know how much better they made their team, um, given with Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer, but you still have Atlanta. And who pretty much brought back all their players. They got the young players locked in for the next few years. I guess they won the division like, what, five, four or five years in a row? It feels like the 90s all over again. And um, who knows? They might even bring back uh, Swanson. The The Atlanta Braves are going to be solid for a while. And also <laughs> the Phillies, you know, just in the World Series. And what they do, go out and add more ammunition. Um at a Trey Turner on an 11 year deal worth $300 million. They also added Taiwan Walker. And not only do they add Taiwan Walker, they take him away from the Mets. So, on top of already having Schwarber and Harper and Castellanos and uh, Hoskins, you never know. You might see them back there again next season. Also, you have the Padres. Another team spending money who's rumored to be in on the Aaron Judge uh, sweepstakes. Supposedly, they had offered him 11 years, $400 million. That's crazy. Uh, some reports say that they even went up to 14 years. Um, but rumor has it that a lot of teams don't want to play for the Padres because of Fernando Tatis. They don't like him. So that's, that's one of the rumors there. But they did find somebody to go there, which is a pretty solid shortstop in Xander Bogarts. I believe that team, the Padres are another team that's going to be another solid team. Uh, next next season is going to be fun. 
a lot of good teams, I believe, next season. Uh, it's unbelievable the money that's being spent, and it's it's not over. You still have two, three big fishes out there uh, looking for homes. And Carl, like I said, Carlos Correa earlier, uh, Dansby Swanson's another one, and Carlos Rodon. Um, so we're, who knows where they land by the time I finish this podcast? They might have already signed with another team, but um, we'll see what happens with them. It's this hot stove has been pretty pretty much on fire. Um, so yeah, let's let's uh, let's see where it goes. But I'm also excited before the season starts. World Baseball Classic. I gotta get into that. You know, bring a couple guys on the podcast talk about the World Baseball Classic and see how exciting that's gonna be. But now let's move on to the NFL. And earlier I pointed out that I had a couple friends of mine who have their own podcasts. Everything goes. Check them out. Awesome podcast. Love those guys. Uh, Chris and Tyler. Uh, Chris is a Cowboys fan. He's pretty much of a, what you call a realist when it comes to his teams. Sometimes. And uh, Tyler is a New Orleans Saints fan. Now, I'm going to start off with Tyler because Tyler always seems to have something negative to say about the Vikings. And I think I know why. It's because the last two times or whatever, the Saints are in the playoffs. They got sent home by the Vikings. And the only time they beat the Vikings in the playoffs is because they were using Bounty Gate the last time, or the first time, I should say, so they can get to the uh, Super Bowl that season. Even with cheating, they, they, they weren't even that good at it because even with cheating, they still almost lost that game. But all the time, you know, Tyler was like, oh, well, I don't think the Vikings are that scary. Uh, I don't think the Vikings are this. I don't think the Vikings are that. Well, you know who's not scary anymore? The Saints, and they're not going to be scary for a long time. You know what's going to be scary is how bad they're going to be. It's going to go back to the Aaron Brooks days, if Tyler even knows who that is, because he pretty much started liking the Saints when they got good, when they got Drew Brees a couple years after that. But you're going to go back to your Deuce McAllister, Aaron Brooks days when people were putting their bags over the head. How terrible the Saints were. The Saints pretty much sucked most of my life. So I hope you enjoyed those years of Drew Brees. And you can't even get lucky because now you don't even have the first round pick. You would have what the fifth pick overall, and all you guys are doing is helping the Eagles. I don't even remember what trade you guys made. That trade sounds like it's garbage now. So, but let, let's see. Let's see the Saints. Vikings aren't that scary because how they're winning. Uh, I don't know. I think Chris and Tyler are watching a little too much college f- football because uh, last time I checked, style points doesn't get you into uh doesn't matter where your positioning is in the uh, nfl uh i think your record gets you in the playoffs last time i checked um haven't i seen teams that are like seven and nine <clears throat> saints lose to a seven and nine team which were the seahawks no matter of fact i'm gonna I'm a run down the cowboys Last four playoff, last four seasons that they were in the playoffs. 2014, the Cowboys finished 12 and 4 and lost in the divisional round. Uh, let's see. 2016, 
2016, 13-3, lost in the divisional round. 2018, 10-6, lost in the divisional round. And 2021, 12-5, lost in the wild card round. And you, you want to sit here and talk about it doesn't look impressive. Listen, when you get to the postseason, it's a whole new season. It doesn't matter what you did the regular season. Everybody's starting off uh, with a clean slate. No, nah, I mean, if home field advantage is that amazing, that that's the only good thing, I believe. But you guys sitting here worried about how they look in the regular season? Get to the playoffs. That's all that matters. I don't care what they did in the past. I'm never saying I'm not sitting here saying the Vikings are going to win the Super Bowl, but you guys talking about oh they don't look scary enough to beat anybody in the playoffs. Like, come on now, come on. Any given Sunday, you should know that. Hell, let's go. Let's go to the Saints last four playoff runs. Right, 2017, amazing end to the Saints year that year. I mean, terrible for the Vikings the following week, but it's a it's a game that everybody will remember. See, 11 and 5, lost in the divisional round. 2018, 13 and 3, lost in the conference round. 2019, 13 and 3, lost in the wild card round. 2020, the last time during the playoffs, 12 and 4, lost in the divisional round. So I say that to say this. uh, Like I said, the record, whatever. That, that it's it's not how you win. It's it's say you win. That's what's important. And they say you get the playoffs any given Sunday. I've seen the Giants. Who would have thought the nine and seven Giants were going to beat the sixteen and zero Patriots? Nobody. Hell, who would have thought the first quarterback that was going to bring the Eagles to Super Bowl is going to be Nick Foles? Nobody. So you never know what can happen in the playoffs. Stop ragging on my team because they don't look impressive to you guys. Now, am I, am I always as confident in what they're going to do? No, not always. But, hey, I'm enjoying the ride. That's what I'm doing. Like I said, it's not like baseball. It's not like a series where you know your team is not better than the other team. The, the other team's going to beat you in that series. But one game at a time, you never know where it could go. So, yeah. Stop ragging on my team, man, because I'm going to let Dominic Toretto tell you guys what it is it don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile winning's winning that's right dominic toretto you tell them winning is winning but that's not be your guys team i don't say the vikings didn't look impressive i know they lost to the lions today terrible loss but you know what the lions are actually a decent team but i know that our defense they're not playing the best right now, but I don't blame it on the players most of the time. I mean, some of the players, they kind of suck, but I can't stand a defensive coordinator. Ed uh, Donatel, the dinosaur, whatever, he he sucks. I'm tired of these prevent defense. I'm tired of this, you know, give up all these yards, but as long as they don't score, I don't care, bro. You got Daniel Hunter. You got Zadarius Smith. Blitz the damn quarterback. Put pressure on the quarterback. I'm tired of these bum quarterbacks like Mac Jones and Mike White and uh, who the hell is he? Uh, oh, Jared Goff out here looking like Tom Brady in his prime because you don't want to blitz the damn quarterback and not apply any damn pressure. Like, come on, man. 
on a day that Justin Jefferson has 210 yards receiving. Kirk Cousins balls out. Welcome back, Adam Thielen. I don't know what happened to Dalvin Cook because that run game was – you ran the ball like 20 times and I got like 30 yards. Uh, what's up with that, my guy? But I still blame it on, on the defensive coordinator because he's given up 400 yards in the last uh, four games. Four straight games given up 400 yards because he does not switch from that stupid prevent defense. Bro, blitz the damn quarterback. Apply some pressure. Do make some changes because if not, then I have to sit here and look at Tyler and Chris, and they'll be like, I told you so. But I don't think it's because our defense is that bad. I think it's a play calling is horrendous. And the, and this old dinosaur defensive coordinator refuses to make changes. He's gonna cost us uh, having a wonderful season this year. They they need to make some changes in ASAP. I like O'Connell, I like what he's been doing all season with the offense. Kirk Cousins, you know, balling out all season. Love Kirk Cousins, you know. Our, our offense has been solid for the most part, except for when they played stupid Cowboys and stupid Eagles or whatever. That's another another thing. But, yeah, nah, if they don't if they don't get this dinosaur defensive coordinator out there, then you might as well waste the season and say goodbye. Because I believe that this defense can play a lot better than it has, and it's shown. They, they, the defense has shown that they they can make plays when it's opportune or in opportune times, but like I said, put some put some damn pressure on the quarterbacks. Stop playing the stupid prevent defense. I'm tired of this crap. But anyway, enough about my Vikings and my ranting. Let me just a little, little get that out there. The Cowboys, you guys are a little nervous. You want to talk about closed games? You're almost also the worst team in the NFL, bro. Just talk about my Vikings. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, um, speaking of suck, uh, Baker Mayfield. I I, I don't think I, I never thought he was that good of a quarterback. I still think he kind of sucks, but I will give props. I will give props to where it's due. I will give his credit to where it's due. Yeah, he was claimed by the Rams. I believe what was it? Tuesday he was claimed by the Rams, and on Thursday this dude out here throwing game-winning touchdown passes. Now it's either. The dude's really smart, or he's just really comfortable with the Rams, or the Raiders just suck that bad, dude. I mean, it's so embarrassing either way. Like, this man was only there for two days, and he come out here and beat you like that? Like, that's embarrassing, bro. What's up with you guys? Play better. What's up? I feel bad for Devontae Adams. He's like the most talented wide receiver, number one. Number two, you know, I mean, it's debatable. Him and Justin Jefferson, you know, they're both up there. Uh, you know, whatever. Um but he's way too talented, and he's out here losing to teams like the Rams with a quarterback that only only been there for two days running plays or learning the plays. It's embarrassing. Josh McDaniel, some people are just coordinators, and some people are head coaches, and you, my guy, are definitely just a coordinator. Nah, not a very good uh, coach there because this is your second stint. You sucked over there with the Broncos. You kind of suck even more now with the Raiders, a team that got it. That and more weapons, and somehow got worse. I, I don't understand. Makes no sense to me. So, they need to do something about that, bro. Uh, but, you know, props to you, Baker Mayfield. I still think you kind of suck, but I will give you your props. Here's your flowers for this game. Also, another news, the Falcons mo- moving on from uh, Marcus Mariota. It's a shame. I like Marcus Mariota. I thought I thought he could... Maybe do something with the right team, but it seems like you know it's not working out for him, which is a shame. I thought in that draft, him and 
Jameis Winston would be like two really good quarterbacks for a long time. It turns out we're pretty much all wrong because he's not that good. Probably a really good, really good backup, but as far as the starter is concerned, not working out. But let's see what Desmond Rear has because the way the Tampa Bay Bucks are playing, uh, they still the Falcons still have a chance to win that division, that terrible division in, in the NFC South. Uh, 49ers say Jimmy G's return is a long shot after breaking his foot. Uh, the way Brock Purdy played today, Mr. Irrelevant, he, he bowed out. Another game, you know, they destroyed the Buccaneers. They they fell flat. Um, the addition of Christian McCaffrey has been a big help for the 49ers because they're, they're on a roll. It's scary. 49ers is scary. They're a team to watch in the playoffs. They are scary. Uh, but we'll see what happens. You never know. Maybe he might like, get scared and stuff. Maybe he's playoffs. Uh, who knows? Play a real team. It's the Bucks. It, 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 when I say that uh, some people are meant to be coordinators, looks like Todd Bowles is another one. I know people were preaching, oh, he didn't get a fair shake with the Jets. You know, give him a chance. Got another chance. How you ruin a Super Bowl team, bro, in a year? How do you ruin that team? So he's meant to be a defensive coordinator only, not a not a uh, head coach. Also, uh, Von Miller tears his ACL. Unfortunately, you know, his season's done. Shame for the, the Bills. Uh, big anchor on the defense. Brought in there to help the team. But unfortunately, tears his ACL. Tough, tough, tough blow for the Bills, man. Um, hopefully, you know, he has a speedy recovery and will be back stronger than ever next season. Um, so, praise to Von Miller. Uh, speaking of ACLs and players returning, OBJ. Uh, we had a lot of, uh, well, we didn't have any discussions about it, but um, there's been a lot of rumors for a couple months now that he's going to go to the Cowboys, go back to the Rams, reunite with the Giants. Uh, who was another team I heard? I heard the Saints in there. Um, I feel like there was a lot more teams than that, but um, either way, um, he had a visit with the Dallas Cowboys, and he ended up leaving. With no contract, no new deal. Some reports are that the Cowboys are concerned with how his injury is coming along. Uh, they say he possibly won't be ready till January, which is when the playoffs begin. Do you really want to bring in a guy in January when you're in the playoffs? And who knows? Like you're gonna sit there, you gotta run plays. And learn all these all this new offense. It it won't be very helpful to have him there. What's what's really the point? And does he really want to come back for maybe a month or two? Like a, like a little playoff run? Given how far maybe the Cowboys might get, who knows? But how much is he really gonna help? So I think the best thing for him is just uh sit this one out, fam. Just let it go. You don't really need to be playing this season. Um, and even then, we don't know if you're going to be the Odell of old. Just maybe old Odell with these injuries, fam. So, I don't know. The best thing for the Cowboys is just let it go. See these out there balling. Their offense is uh, looking great. I, I, at least I'll give props to the Cowboys. I like uh, some Cowboys fans that won't recognize my Vikings. 
But yes, Tony Pollard, uh, Dak Prescott has looked better. Except for today, you know, today, like I said, they almost lost to the worst team in the NFL. But nonetheless, they still did pull out the W. Pause. And um Yeah, so I don't I don't really think they need him, to be honest. He might be more of a detriment to their team instead of help. So just go with what you got right now. Like I said, CD Lamb's balling. Other you got other guys stepping up. You got a great run game, good quarterback, defense immaculate. You don't really need OBJ. I mean, would it be a plus? Sure, but it's not like they know what they're getting. You're not getting OBJ from the last Super Bowl. You might not even be getting OBJ from the Giants in this prime. Who knows? So is it really worth the risk? Not necessarily. Uh, I think the Cowboys are sad. But, you know, I was glad to be back today. Uh, we try to be more regular because, you know, the news is the news is hot right now in sports. So, got the World Cup going on. But I don't really watch much soccer, so I don't know nothing about soccer. All I know is, like, Ronaldo and Messi. That's pretty much all I know. Like, I don't want to be a hypocrite talk about soccer while I can only name me, like, two players. So, but the World Baseball Classic's coming. You still got the hot stove and MLB. Some more NFL. The NBA, shout out to the Knicks. Winning four in a row. Let's go. I mean, we're still 500, but I'll take it. Let's go take the four dubs in a row. Let's go, Knicks. God, I love sports, man. Well, it's crazy how much your mood could change when your team's doing well. Though the Vikings lost today, I am I am sad about that. I believe they can recoup and recover and maybe fire Dinosaur Ed Donatel and maybe uh, change up the scheme on the defense, you know? <laughs> Hope the offense uh, stop pissing me off. And maybe then we can actually uh, win some more impressive games so that Tyler and Chris can look more impressed by the Vikings with Tyler's unimpressive Saints. But anyways, thank y'all for listening. I hope y'all have a wonderful night. Thank you. Peace.